0: Who doesn't love a mom cooked meal? Or should I say a Maggie versus your mom's meal? On my podcast, fellow food lovers can get in the kitchen with me and listen as I make your mom's tried and true recipes. We'll dive down into the stories behind these family traditions and get glimpses from moms who will continue to pass these recipes down. For more recipes and instructions, check out my Instagram at MaggieVMomMeals where you can send me your favorite dishes I should try. Like mom always says, the way to someone's heart is through their stomach. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Maggie vs. Your Mom's Meals, Episode 1. Today, I have a special guest, my dad's sister, Aunt Reenie, who has cooked some amazing meals during our time together in quarantine. Aunt Reenie is here to explain a classic meal which was passed down to her family a few decades ago. Okay, so a few questions before we dive into this Chicken O'Connor story. As the seventh out of seven siblings, what were your family dinners like?
1: They, they were a little crowded. We didn't always have dinner together during the week because of everyone on different schedules. But on Saturday nights, we always had a big family dinner where everyone was together.
0: That sounds really nice. So what were some of your mom's favorite recipes to make for the nine of you, like on a Saturday?
1: Well, on the weekends, my father did the cooking because he loved it. So he would always cook a big roast beef or a big pot of spaghetti and meatballs. That was his go-to. He loved doing any kind of a big meal for all of us. During the week, my mother kept it simple with pork chops, hamburgers, meatloaf.
0: Did you have the a usual. favorite in particular?
1: One meal that she made... Not very often, but it was beef stroganoff, and it was so good. It was very rich and creamy over egg noodles. It was delicious.
0: And I'm pretty sure you make beef stroganoff with the same cream of mushroom soup, right? Yes. Okay, so that was like a common staple to make right. your meals.
1: Or you can make it with just the fresh mushrooms. Got it. And heavy cream.
0: I know your sister, Aunt Ginger, makes beef stroganoff all the time. Yes. Very good. And do you have a particular meal that you like to cook the most?
1: I like to make chicken marsala, again, with the mushrooms. Yes. Or a chicken franchise.
0: I love chicken franchise. Yes, I seem
1: to stick with the chicken dishes. They're a little easier uh, for me because I don't have to worry about who likes the doneness of the red meat. So I stick with the chicken. And I I make a really good chicken
0: marsala. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'll hold you to that. Okay. And I know that you prefer baking over cooking, definitely. So what are some of your favorite things to bake?
1: Um... Anything from Christmas cookies to a cake to a coffee cake to a, a different type of cookie that I've never had before. When I see a cookie, um, one, one example is somebody had said to me, I love the raspberry cheesecake cookies from Wawa. So I searched the recipe, found it, got it, and I can make them better than Wawa can.
0: Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> I never knew that you did that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, our Christmas parties are very, very fun because Aunt renee makes... I think at least 10 different types Please. of cookies yeah yep. now going back to your childhood was the grocery shopping pretty hard with nine of you
1: yes but also at that time we had all of our dairy delivered we had our milk and bread delivered so that was you know a couple less things that she had to go buy but um, there were a lot of bag of groceries when she came home from the store
0: yeah I can imagine you went through them pretty quickly yes. So I know a little bit about the background of Chicken O'Connor, and from what I understand from my dad, he told me that a family friend made it for you guys when you were going through a hard time. So can you tell me a little bit about what this chicken recipe consists of and how you adapted it now?
1: Yes, this dinner was brought to us by a family friend, and because their last name was O'Connor, we named it Chicken O'Connor.
0: And what are the like ingredients?
1: Well, you can use two kinds of soup. You can either use a cream of mushroom soup or a cream of chicken soup. Swiss cheese, chicken breast, and some stovetop stuffing. It, it couldn't be any easier.
0: I know. Just from you explaining it, I can already picture how I'm going to make it. So what do you cook alongside of it, or does it just stand I, on its own?
1: I love baked potatoes with it. Okay. Um, It always seems to be a good addition to the chicken O'Connor. Yeah, a
0: good comfort meal food. Yes. So I don't really recall my mom making chicken O'Connor frequently, but it's always something I hear you guys talk about. Whether my aunt made it for someone's birthday or there's an occasion for a good comfort meal, I always hear people talking about it. And today happened to be my sister Lindsay's birthday, and I got her approval to make this meal for the first time on my own. It seems pretty foolproof, so we will give our full taste test rundown when it's completed. All right, thanks, Aunt Rainey so much for giving me a little background on Chicken O'Connor.
1: Oh, you're welcome.
0: And wish me luck.
1: You'll do fine. (laughs) Thanks.
0: Okay, so I'm currently in the kitchen with all my ingredients Aunt Rainey previously mentioned. And so we're going to start by preheating our oven to 350. And now I'm taking a 9x13 glass Pyrex pan or a rectangular pan of your choice, and I'm just going to spray it generously with some Pam to make sure nothing sticks. Okay, now the next step in the recipe is either to use a cream of chicken or a cream of mushroom soup, which is totally up to you. My family, I think, switches back and forth between the two, but right now I'm using cream of mushroom. I don't really know what the difference in taste is, but we'll see. It's very, like, gooey. And I'm just gonna take about, like, two tablespoons and coat the bottom of the pan with it. So this way when we lay our raw chicken on top, it's gonna like marry together. Okay, this is a lot grosser than I thought the consistency would be like. I'm kinda scared. And my mom's in the kitchen with me, guiding me through any mistakes that I might make, probably will make. She's gonna be my sous chef. Okay, so now I have my cream of mushroom soup perfectly, not perfectly, but smothered along the bottom. And now I'm gonna take the raw chicken and I pound it very thinly. So a lot of advice from my aunts was to make sure you have very thin chicken breasts and you wanna line them up, not stack them. Cause then we're gonna add our cheese and the rest of the soup on top. So you want them to be in their own designated spot. So now I'm just taking these chicken breasts that I pounded very thinly. There's about six of them here. And the oven is preheated. And raw chicken is so gross, not my thing. Okay, so I'm just like making a jigsaw puzzle with these pieces of chicken to make sure that they fit. And now I have my mom in the kitchen to answer my question. Does the Swiss cheese go on top of the chicken breasts or does the rest of the cream of mushroom soup? I think the ants do it a couple of different ways. I like to put a little cream of mushroom soup on top of the chicken first. Okay. So we're gonna, now that our chicken is on top of the cream of mushroom soup, I'm gonna take a few spoonfuls of the cream of mushroom and just coat the raw chicken in it. And then after that, we're gonna put some Swiss cheese on top. This consistency is really, really not my thing. I don't know, I never liked jello or pudding, but I didn't know that this was how you make it. Okay, so now I have a few spoonfuls of cream of mushroom soup on top and now I'm taking swish cheese slices and I'm just going to place them on top of the chicken breast. And my mom's helping me with this because she cut the cheese for me. <laughs> Maggie! <laughs> okay, so you can use whatever um, variety of cheese you prefer. I happened to buy a spicy pepper jack cheese that I thought would be really good. And I told my sister, and again, I mentioned that it's her birthday, and she told me that she absolutely hates Pepper Jack cheese, so I went to the store again and got Swiss cheese, which is what originally the recipe calls for, but if you wanna switch it up and use like Monterey Jack or Pepper Jack, like I almost did, you can totally do that. It's up to you. Okay, so now our chicken is entirely covered with the cream of mushroom soup and the Swiss cheese slices. Okay, mom, now do I finish putting the cream and mushroom all over. Yes. Okay. This really is such a, like, high-calorie in calorie food. If you're trying to eat healthy, definitely don't make this. So the first week in quarantine, it was just me and my dad at our beach house, and our aunt and uncle live across the street, and she made this chicken O'Connor for us. And I, like, don't really have much of a memory of my mom making it too often, um, but it's nice to have every once in a while. And My cousin just had a baby and my other aunt, Aunt Ginger, she made it for him and his wife just a few days ago, which is so funny because I told her that I'm making it today. So now I put all the cream of mushroom soup on top of the Swiss cheese. So now for this stove top part, which is absolutely my favorite part of Thanksgiving, the stuffing. I'm addicted to stove top, so good. Very salty though. And my aunt gave me a little tip that all the stuffing seasoning is on the bottom of the package. And so if you really don't like too much salt, just try to make sure that some of the seasoning stays in the bottom of the bag. Okay, and now I'm pouring the stuffing, just like the raw little croutons on top, all over the chicken. Okay, wow, there is a lot of seasoning on the bottom. Is that good? That's good. Okay. Perfect. And now, for the even more high caloric part of this meal, we are going to melt a stick of butter in a little glass Pyrex um, measuring cup and we're going to sprinkle it all on top of the stuffing. Can I tell you another way that I do it? Sure. We love a little variety. I slice pats of butter. and I lay pats of butter across the top. Okay, so there you have it. My mom just gave another twist and turn to this recipe. Um, What would you recommend?
1: I slice the pats.
0: Okay, great. So my mom is gonna slice the butter for me, and we're just gonna do thin little, maybe quarter inch pats on top of our stuffing. Okay, so now we have our butter pats. There's about like 12 of them, I'd say. And we're just gonna line them along the perimeter and in the middle. Butter is such a weird consistency. Okay, perfect. So now it's just gonna melt into the stuffing. And again, you can melt it and pour it on top if you want, but this is just the way we're gonna do it. And then finally, my aunt told me that she likes to cover hers with tin foil and put it in the oven for 45 minutes because she likes it really crisp. And now you don't have to do this method, but I'm gonna try and just see how crispy I can get it because I like some crispy stuffing. And that's the end of our tin. Okay, perfect. So that was super easy. It literally took, like, nine minutes, I'd say. And now we're just going to throw it in the oven for 45 minutes. Okay, so we just popped our chicken O'Connor in the oven. And Maggie versus your mom's meals are going to give you a little bonus recipe, considering that my Aunt Rainy said she loves to make hers with a side of potatoes. So now me and my mom are not just doing your average baked potatoes, but we decided that we are going to do twice baked potatoes. We previously cooked our potatoes already, so you're going to want to cook your potatoes however you bake them in the oven. I think we did 425 for about 45 minutes. So once you open the potato in half, you're gonna want to just cut around the edges with a knife and scoop out with the spoon in the middle. This way you still have some potato left in the skin and it leaves it in a good formation to <clears throat> stuff all the cheese and sour cream, butter, and mashed potatoes back inside of our potato. And this recipe will make about five to six large potatoes. Now each scooped potato is in a bowl currently. And now we have all of our hollow potatoes next to it. So to this mixture, we are going to add half a stick of butter, a quarter cup of cheese, or you can eyeball it. And about um, two scoops of sour cream. I think twice-baked potatoes are so fun because I feel like you can eat potatoes in any form, but this way it's like the perfect combination of a baked potato and a mashed potato, and you can really get creative with anything you want in it, like chives or bacon bits if you're into that. So you can really switch it up. And they perfectly go with Chicken O'Connor, again, going with the whole comfort meal thing. Now we just mix that up and place them back inside of the hall of potatoes. And we're just lining up the potatoes in a little pie dish or a dish of choice, whatever is easiest for you. And we're going to throw them in the oven for about, what would you say, Mom? A half hour. Another 30 minutes. And then this way we will have it perfectly ready in time for our Chicken O'Connor dinner. And then we'll update you guys on how everything turns out. Okay, so the chicken O'Connor and the twice-baked potatoes just came out of the oven. They look amazing. The cheese is all bubbly, and the stuffing is so crisp. And I have the birthday girl with me to take the first bite so she can attest to how well I made chicken O'Connor. Okay, Linz, are you ready? I'm ready. I'll try it with you. That's really good. <laughs> wow, well, that- back. You did such a good job on that. The stuffing is definitely, like, very overpowering, but I kind of like that. It kind of tastes just like a Thanksgiving casserole almost. Mm -hmm. The chicken is cooked perfectly. It's really tender. Yeah, I like the thin pieces. They're super, super tender. I can't get enough of the stuffing. I know. It's so crispy. So good. All right, what about the potato? The potato is delicious. I love that you added the bacon bits on top. And the cheese is, like, bubbly and melty, but the potato is really soft, and it's cooked perfectly. All right, so I have my sister's stamp of approval, and join us next week on Maggie vs. Your Mom's Meals to see me make my cousin Gracie's empanadas.